We asked some of you guys to send us assumptions on our Instagram page, and today we are going to debunk them. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to BBS on Break, the podcast where we discuss the latest BBS trends. I'm Olivia Candela, and I'll be your host for today. And I'm your co-host, Sydney, and we also have some guest speakers joining us, so please introduce yourself, guys. Hi, guys. I'm Crescenzi from JC1, and I'm honored to be this episode's guest speaker. Hi everyone, I'm Annie. Alright, so as I said before, today we are going to be debunking assumptions. Looks like we have quite a lot of them, so let's get straight into it. The first assumption is about the podcast. Someone assumed that the podcast is student-initiated, and in addition to that, someone else said that the people handling the podcast are the events committee. So is it true? Like, who's the people behind the scene? The events committee uh, do handle the podcast to an extent. They also collab with the logistics committee to make sure everything's running smoothly. And yeah, so it's a yes, basically. Uh, I guess I'm qualified to answer this. Um, So yes, the podcast is student-initiated. No one else is really helping us. But we cannot take all of the credit because like Ms. Sonali and Mr. Krasley helped us with this too. But yeah, mostly student-initiated, if that's an answer. Um, And as for the second question, so surprisingly, no, we are not all from the events comm. We actually made our own little family specifically to handle the podcast. But just to name a few, uh, Chrysanthi, who is here with us, uh, is one of the founders, and she is from the Corecom, and two of our editors um, are from the logistics comms. So no, we are not all from the events comm, but the events comm is in charge for the podcast. So most prefects who are helping up, like helping us with the podcast, like recruiting guests and all of that, are from events. Now that we know that the students specifically the events comm were the ones in charge for the podcast, there was also an assumption about how organizing the podcast is extremely difficult. What are your guys' thoughts on either uh, as part of the events comm or as someone outside of the comm? As an editor myself, I feel the pressure of the work given to me, but that's just a small part of the whole podcast thing. It's just a small part of the whole making a podcast process. And uh, even though I only have such a small, even though I only have such a small part in the whole, in the whole process, it's already difficult for me. So I can't imagine how hard it is for Olivia, who's the one managing it. Okay, I'm very honored. I'm very honored, you know. Um, But yeah, being the director of the podcast, I can definitely tell you that it gets stressful sometimes and it it is difficult sometimes. Like we had some close calls where we accidentally left a part um, that was supposed to be cut out and then we had to take everything down and change the audio and all that. And like that, those parts are what is stressful, if it makes sense, because it's, it's hard when you already release something that you're proud of and then it turns out it's not, it's not that good or the episode was just not what you're expecting and like it's hard like the logistics side of it but 
no matter how difficult it is, I wouldn't stop making the podcast or like keeping the podcast alive because I really do enjoy filming. Um, if you guys didn't know, I'm pretty much there for every single episode um, because I'm just supervising. I'm not talking, so you guys won't get bored. But yeah, I'm just supervising. And um, I personally think that supervising is like a too serious of a word. Like I just hang out with you guys and like it's fun being able to talk with you guys because like like we don't normally talk like this even like when we're in school like even if there wasn't an HBL we don't normally talk like this as like people from different grades. So um I'm very honored to be like the founder and director of the podcast. So yeah, I think that it's difficult sometimes but it's not like it's always stressful to the point that like we're breaking down you know like it's not like that but it's it's we keep we try to keep things lighthearted so we don't get stressed <laughs> since the size of this family and team uh, uh spans to like three comms core logistics and events i think that already tells you how big of a project this is already and how heavy it can get sometimes but I'm not really uh, I'm not really hands-on in the team, I must admit. Um, so I can't really say all the ups and downs, but I can definitely tell with 100% certainty that all the recording sessions are super fun. And it's what, what Olivia said is true. Like we rarely had the chance like this for my different gates to just sit down and just talk about part, uh, actually everything. So having this podcast, is super super fun yeah i said fun like twice already but like it's actually really fun and i'm very grateful for olivia and kevin for making this uh idea happen and for working so hard on it thanks guys you're so cute (laughs) (laughs) well but like okay what do you mean you're not hands-on like like i don't guys if you guys no 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 no. like guys if you don't know this sansi was the one who originally came to me and Kevin with the idea of the podcast like we didn't think of a podcast if it wasn't for her so this wouldn't be possible without Sansi. For me the roles I have are is quite simple not too difficult but I can't really imagine like the ones in charge how much pressure that will be. I, I know it probably would be fun they would enjoy their time but then there's also like pressure to uh, finish this on time, have to edit everything on time, have to post on this certain time. And yeah, that's just my outtake on it. In the previous assumptions, we discussed a bit on finding uh, guest speakers. Here, someone assumed that the guest speakers are randomly chosen. So do you guys have like a comprehensive guideline on the people invited or are you guys just throwing darts at names on a board blindly elaborate on the process of selecting somebody well for guest speakers since we're we have topics per episode they must be related to the episode so like in episode two it was excel and express we won't get like um accelerated students to talk about express aside because it must be related to the topic but it can be virtually anyone, even if they're not a prefect, um, even if they're like new student or like um, from any grade, they're welcome to the podcast. But sometimes we actually do have 
some specific criteria or if we're like talking a little bit of a heavy material we'll find um people who have who have knowledge on those topics <laughs> yeah so yeah guys this is an open call audition on people who want to be part of the podcast so <laughs> if you want to be part of the podcast please message us we will accept anybody <laughs> next up this person Assume that there's no script or anything to guide the podcast. As speakers here, can you elaborate more on what the preparations are? Then, um, as a speaker and a bit of former host, I would just like to skim. We, we do have a script. It's like a basic outline of the questions and all, but the rest is basically unscripted. We're just talking like normal friends. And then anything that comes to mind, we just say it out loud. And then like, oh, if it's dumb, we laugh at it. Oh, if it's smart, we're like, ooh, nice point. Like that, you know? Yeah, we're having a good time. I am outline writer in the VBS podcast. So yes, we do have a guide, but it's not a full-on script writing everything we should say. Um, it's just more of a guide telling us what the questions are or what, what specific topic should we talk about in that like specific time period but most of the time like right now my first time recording it's all fun it's all fun like there's no pressure or anything yay okay that's great <laughs> we want it to be <laughs> that way you know so there the script is not really a script it's just a guide so what you're hearing is our real conversation um, the guide given to us, what you're hearing, the only thing that is scripted is basically the questions. Only the questions are scripted. The rest are all real conversations. Okay, moving on from the topic of passive speakers, this one's about the prefectorial board. Someone said that the council is just a scary group of people. <laughs> what do you guys think about this, whether as a student, a prefect, or a counselor? I just want to say that, like, I don't think that we're scary. <laughs> I, I want to put it out there that I don't think that the council is scary and I don't think that people should be scared of us because if once you're actually in it and once you're actually friends with us, like, we're not scary. So I don't know why people keep thinking that we're scary. I don't know, Sensi. What's, what's your input? Um, okay. Since when I was a prefect, at first, like, the olden days, the olden prefect days. Um, the counselors, I can get why prefects can see counselors as scary, because they do give off, like, the vibe of being, I'm so serious and I'm older than you, and stuff like that. So they may seem intimidating at first, but once I got to know, like, my counselors and all, they're very fun people, and they, they just can't help it because they need to supervise and they need to be stern at some times to keep order and then to keep things running. And now as a counselor myself, we're definitely not scary. We're just a team working with each other, you know. We just like to vibe and hang and then like um yeah, come approach us <laughs> and join yeah. the council. Ooh. Uh when you first join the board, it's it's not that they aren't actually intimidating. I think uh, the first time I joined the meetings, everyone, like, everyone 
let us come in with open arms. They were all very friendly until now. Like, there wasn't a moment where, like, everyone, uh, it's just intimidating. I think so far, it's all, like, very fun, very friendly. And, yeah, there's really nothing that's, there's nothing scary about the council. In my opinion, yeah? I don't know about others. I like how Sydney says, until now. It's like one, like, <laughs> a moment will be scary, you know. It'll be Wait, uh, as a prefect myself, uh, at first, the counselors were definitely very intimidating. I mean, <laughs> any people. <laughs> oh, no. Go on, go on. Honestly, for me, anyone in a higher position than me is intimidating. But <clears throat> I tried my best to, you know, relax and try to be friends with them. And s- until now, <laughs> not hopefully. Yeah, what's with the until now? Until, until, until now? What's with it? You know? Until now first. We have to play safe. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, guys. It's okay. Me and Sansi aren't offended, guys. Okay, we're chill here. But actually, you guys are actually very friendly. Oh my gosh, yeah. thanks. This is the first time I ever The only reason why I was scared, no, like, I keep on repeating this, but it's true. Like, you guys are very friendly, but like, I, I'm afraid if I like say something at the wrong time or something, you guys are just gonna hate me and I'm just gonna be like stuck with people who hate me and all like that. No. Uh, you see, guys, we have tes- a testimony, you know? We're not scary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, the fact, uh, but the fact that they are afraid to talk something wrong or something is the fact that we're scary, you know, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Because like it's sometimes, fine. like it's, it's like you guys, you guys are in a higher position, so you 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 deal with all that stuff. You're like, no, like you know, like you can't really. It's like it's like you're in charge of us. <laughs> You're, you're, you're quite in charge of us in the meeting, so like, no, we the say worst something. Thing, the worst thing we'll do to you is reject your idea. That's it. Like, we won't kick okay, you out. For being okay. that's, that's like a confirmation that like you guys won't hate on us. Yeah. Right? The, the worst thing yeah. is reject your idea, but like, we're not, we don't hold grudges, okay? We're not those type of people. I'll just clarify my answer a bit because my first answer was, was a disclaimer. Because I don't want people to think that we're we're just stern <laughs> and we're just like too serious of people. Um, I don't think that like we're that scary. Okay, like when when I first became a prereq, I was definitely very intimidated by my council people, like the people who were in the the council back then um and i just like thought that like i'm just a little person here and like you know like if i don't do anything wrong they won't notice me and that's how i kind of navigated like throughout my first years of being a prefect and let me tell you i could not be any more wrong because if you're not gonna do anything nobody's gonna see you and that is a very, very wrong way to navigate the board because you want to be, like, the whole reason why you join the Prefectorial Board is to help people, is to help the teachers, is to help the school. And, like, if you're not going to show that, then, yeah, you know, like, you're not going to do anything. 
you know? So don't do what I did. If you're going to join, don't do what I did. Uh, like, don't be afraid to be out there. Like, as much as, like, if you if we are intimidating, like, which I'm not saying that we are. We are not. Um, but, like, just be out there, you know? Like, show yourself. It doesn't matter if you're wrong or you're right. If you're wrong, we're probably just going to laugh along with you. And if you're right, we're probably going to applaud you. So don't be scared, guys. And I just want to put the disclaimer again. Me and Sensi aren't scary people, okay? It's very true. Like, the meetings um, were, are... It's like, we get things done in the meetings, but then, like, we there are jokes, like, in between the meetings, you know? Like, just now, I guess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Next assumption is that people only make student-lead organizations for CV. As a part of student-lead organizations, you guys agree on this? Okay. Oh, maybe you want to answer first? <laughs> um, uh, I agree with it. Like, most of the time, it's, it's just being real, okay? Most of the time when I join an activity or something, um, the first thing that comes to my head is not really the CV part, but after after I get started, uh, when I think of putting this thing, this activity that I did in the CV, it drives me to do better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, 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 it's true. Like I can, I can agree with Annie. Like when you like, especially for the podcast and the prefectorial board, and like maybe like I don't know if any of you guys are like citizens and like um uh idea of youth like when you join them you're not thinking like oh this will be beneficial for my cv but after you get started it's like okay now i have to do good so i can put it in my cv and that's just being honest like i think that's the most honest answer you can give because it's really what goes through a student's head you know, it's it's not that we just want to write it down and call it a day. The more effort you put in it, the better your results come. And then the better your results you can write down in the CV, you know? It's like the, the <laughs> thought process, you know? But I will say for the podcast, I truly enjoy making it so much that I don't think about the CV, which I think is good. Is it? It's very cute. Yeah, it's very, it's very good. It's a good sign. It's a good sign. Hey. Well, for my personal honest opinion, when I was like a uh, lower sec, sec one, sec two, I didn't know a thing about CV. So I thought the uh, like those who present, we used to do it in like uh, Kartini Hall, right? Those who present like, oh, join our organization and stuff. They were like really cool. So I was like, oh, I want to be like them. So I joined the organization. And like I have fun, but then like Olivia said, when things get tough, you just think about the CV, and it just motivates you even more. You know, I was like, okay. <laughs> so like when you put the thing, because I'm right now I'm making my CV too. Right? When I list my activities, I can like feel proud of them. You know, like oh I did this, oh yeah I did that, and then you can just look back on memory lane. It's like oh it was fun, cause like I feel like if it's just for the CV, none of us would have lasted this long. Yeah. Because, like, you got to enjoy what you do to, to, like, you know, fully get through when times get tough. Yeah, that's my yeah. answer. Oh, my gosh. The thing that I would add on is, like, it's not 
I guess like me and Chris, I think can talk about this more because we are the ones who's making our CVs now. But like, I would say that student-led organizations, a lot of people don't think of the CV first, but it's not even just the organizations. It's like the courses you join, the camps you join, the MUNs you join. You think about it like, oh, this will be a good experience for me, but you can also write it in, in it. You, like I can also write it in my CV and it will improve it. So it's not the, like you don't only do it or only make it for the CV, but I would say like 60% of it, or at least in my head, 60% of it is like, oh, this can go in my CV, but it can also be like good uh, experience for me. Maybe that's just for me. Maybe other people's Okay. I was, yeah. I was like to add to, because I really don't like it when people do activities exclusively just for CV. You can't really tell, like, on how they do their stuff. It's like, you don't see the passion, you know? So, like, when mm-hmm. someone's enjoying the activity, <laughs> like, 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 when someone's, like, truly dedicated to the uh, side project or, like, organization, it becomes hard for them, too. So, just join stuff and put in stuff in your CV that you'll enjoy. Because that's you on a paper also, right? So, yeah. Yay! So Yay! Cute. <laughs> Sydney, you want to add on? Um, personally, I didn't really know anything about CV until um, my mom talked about it to my brother. Because my brother is in higher secondary. Um, he's in... Annie's grade, um, and I, I, I actually don't really do things thinking about CVs because I actually never thought about them until like the question just came up. Because I, as like a very extroverted, like very very extroverted person, I'm just like I would be fine doing any activities. Like I need to be busy doing something, and like I would just enjoy it already. Like I don't really think about oh like what do I want to add to this what do I want to add to this like I, w- I want to have fun I want to enjoy you know Sydney's mindset is very good as a sec one shouldn't be worried really good. but yeah. now probably now after we introduce you to CV yeah. uh, it's gonna be on your <laughs> you head start thinking about it yeah start head. thinking about it man in connections to organizations someone said that it is only worth joining the prefectorial board if you become a counselor what do you guys think about it I say go big or go home. <laughs> in everything that you do, you should achieve. Uh, you should like strive for the best, you know. Because like, not you don't need to limit yourself to counselor. Aim for it to be head prefect, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> aim, aim to be head prefect. Aim big, dream big. Um, it's as a prefect. Honestly, you already have benefits, or you have more friends from like every mm-hmm. every grade. And then you expose yourself more to like a lot of different characters. And then you you just putting yourself out there. So being a prefect already is already a A plus plus. So <laughs> apply for prefect guys. Applications, <laughs> guys. <laughs> I feel like every time I speak, every time I speak, I'm like promoting. Yeah, I'm just promoting at this point. Yeah. Uh, I ha- I have a little bit of a more different answer to it. Like, if you're already a prefect, 
in the in the board don't think that you need to become a counselor if you want to great for you but if you don't want to it's fine because like being a counselor being a prefect it takes responsibility but being a counselor it's even more because you're not only like handling your little batch of like 15 to 20 prefects you're also communicating with the teachers more you you are like basically the behind the scenes people and you're you're sorting everything out so if you have that sort of like leadership skill like that is pretty high apply to become counselor but if you don't and you and you have the like a good amount of leadership skills but you still need to build on it i would say stay a prefect because the worst thing you want is to become a counselor and being clueless but yeah i think that like for me like specifically like i during my sec two days i was actually asked by mr cressley like, why didn't you apply to become counselor? Because that's when Stephen and Lavinia, who are also other counselors in the board, um, applied, and I didn't apply. And I actually just said, like, I think I wasn't, like, I, I wasn't ready, you know? Like, I was so clueless. Like, I was just following what my, like, counselors in charge of me were asking me to do. So... Like, I didn't want to drown myself with that much, um, like, you know, like, I didn't want to drown myself with that much work because if I'm not ready to do this, then how am I supposed to be a full-on counselor? You know, like, think, set your priorities straight, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, I feel like I'm getting off topic. But I guess, like, it's... I think it's very worth it being a counselor. But if your capabilities only allow you like to become a prefect, it's also worth it. So I say if you just join and become a prefect, you know, apply now. I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> like just join. And if you become a counselor, that's great. You know, like just go with the flow, you know. Yay. Um. I think it's worth joining the prefectorial board if you also like don't want to be a counselor because um, I joined as a prefect, of course, because like I'm new here. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm new here. Um, and being a prefect is actually very, very fun. Like you don't have to be a counselor to like have fun, but like, you know, still there are limits, rules. as a prefect, you know, but yeah. Like Kristen, she say, go big or go home. So I'm probably, <laughs> if I can, next year, I'm probably going to try out to be a counselor. But if that doesn't work, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. Next, someone assumed that the BBS curriculum is very challenging. Do you guys think so? Okay, so I do feel like the BBS curriculum is quite challenging. Um, but it's for the better of our future. It's for the better of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm third JC, not really entered. It's been like ter- already term three. It's hard, hard. Um, even though the subject gets less, it doesn't matter the subject. It's just the contents of the subject, you know? 
it's not really quantity. It was like quant- quality over quantity, you know. Because like, <laughs> um, AS A levels itself is hard, and then we do AS and A levels because we actually willingly want to. We're in JC one now, but we do this. Yeah, as Annie say, we do this for our future. So just yeah, even though it's hard. We need to do this. It's something that we need yeah. to do, guys. Still <laughs> about the school, the student assume that every grade is exclusive to themselves. Do you guys agree? Okay. I think that, like, by what exclusive means, like, um, every grade is only friends with their own grade, which we're living proof that it is not true. We're all from different grades and we're all friends. And yeah, I mean, like, I can understand why people think um, that, like, that we're exclusive to ourselves. Because if you see, like, if you, if you go down to the canteen, you know, and when, when school, when real school was, you know, still a thing, like, you don't see a sec one hanging out with a JC2 student, you know? And, yeah, like, that is, like, because they're exclusive to their own grade. Like, if you see a lot of the friend groups, they're all, like, exclusive to their own grade. And, I and yeah, it's probably like that because it's easier. You guys are going through the same things. You have your same subjects. You're probably being taught by the same teacher. You have the same interests. You're the same age, you know. There's a lot of things in common, but I would say, yeah, another promo to join the Prefectoral Board. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, like you, like this. We're just proof that it doesn't have to be that way. You know, like we can, we can all be friends. You know, let's be friends. The more friends, the merrier. You know, I agree with Olivia. I think we can be friends with other grades. Just that most of the time. Um, the friend groups that we see is from the same grade. I think this is because um, we spend the most time with our grade, so we know them the best, uh, they know us the best. Um, we spend more time with each other. We, we go through the same things. So maybe that's because that's, maybe that's why most of the friend groups are from the same grade. In my opinion, yeah, I I fully agree with both of them. Like most of our friend groups are from the same grade, but then uh, I do have like friend groups with um, people in higher grades, but now we're not that close anymore. But then the friend groups are just like very compact close friends. But like when you talk about friends, like we have we can have friends like grades higher than us. Like right now. I'm friends with a JC1 student, a SEC 1 student, a SEC 3 student, and I'm SEC 1. Yay, the youngest one in the friend group. Again, every single time. <laughs> Age does not matter. Um, Age does like, not matter. I can... your, con- your connection, your humor. If yeah. it matches, you get to I can see why people might think that. Because, like, yeah, going again, like everyone said, um, if you're in the same grade, it's like you guys have the same schedule, you guys go through the same thing, so it's easier to talk to virtually anyone at that point. But then it's the same thing for like 
everyone else, you guys, more or less, if your interests match and, you know, um, you guys hit, hit off it, hit it off really well. Yeah. Why not? I mean, like, um, become friends, become friends with me. I need more friends. (laughs) (laughs) Before we finish off, we have one extra assumption here from Ashley herself. She said that the best host was Ashley. She misses her every day. (laughs) Um, I would like to personally say to Ashley that I'm taking over her little business she has going on over here. She's out. (laughs) So, um, even if even if she was the best host, I'll give her credit, but I'll just, I'll just change the sentence to one of the best hosts. That's, that's all for me, you know? What do you guys think? Do you guys think that she's the best host? One of the best, yeah. We're, we're still, we haven't have a lot of <laughs> Yeah. We can't really compare that. We can't really compare that much. She's just one of the best. Sorry, Ash, you're not that special. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, are you going to put that in? Are you going to put that in? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'll put that in so Ashley will listen to this episode. Um, okay. All right. So we have debunked every assumption, and that shall be a wrap for today's episode. We would like to thank our team, the guest speakers here, and thank you guys who have tuned in t- in today's episode and stay till the end. Bye guys. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye. See you guys next time and Dr. Exemplo.